Hello and welcome everyone to episode 27 of the Pointy Hatcast. Today we're going to be covering Godzilla King of the Monsters, released in 2019. Why don't we get into it? Barry, take us away. I'm going to open with a really obscure reference here. I, I watched the first movie, Godzilla, which came out, what, like 2016 or something like that? Sure. Uh, the one with Scarlet Witch and uh, Quicksilver. Mm-hmm. Kind of weird. Godzilla's part of the Avengers. And it was okay. I enjoyed parts of it, but it was it was missing a lot of stuff. The human characters were weak. There was not enough Godzilla, frankly. There was too much clever wink-wink where they... Every time Godzilla's fighting, it'll cut away, and then you see them from, like, a different perspective. Like, you're seeing them from TV or through the radio or something like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, I just want to see him fight. Come on. He's also kind of chunky. He's a big unit. He's kind of a little bit fat. But I remember watching that and thinking, okay, well, it could be better, but it wasn't terrible. And then I heard they were going to make a new one. And I'm like, oh, they have a chance to take all the lessons they learned from that first film and fix them, and then we get a much better movie. I saw, like, the promotionals, and I was like, oh, look, Mothra's here, like, uh, King Ghidorah or whatever. And I'm like, that could, be, that could be fun. If they just make it, like, a monster brawl movie and add in some human elements, it could be a fun movie. And... <laughs> and then, uh, boy, were you wrong? <laughs> uh, and then... Okay. I don't know if everybody out there watches YouTube, but... Uh, there's a channel called Rocket Jump. It used to be called Freddy W. Ah, oh, Freddy had, Wong, yeah. Yeah, and they had this this skit where they set up like a ball pit in their office. It's a very long, elaborate joke, and it's really funny. And it ends with one of the members making a little raft to sail off into the horizon on a sea of balls. I remember watching that, yep. And at the end, he pees into, like, this this water purifier contraption, which is this enormously complex series of tubes and, like, valves and stuff. And he pulls it up, and he drinks it, and he's like, Ah, still piss. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I felt like watching this Godzilla movie. I'm like, oh, no, it's still piss. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They took it. They took all the things wrong with the first one and tried to fix them, and it's still piss. <laughs> yep. Oh god, what a waste. Anyway, that was a really long <laughs> metaphor for how I felt about this film. Oh good. I god. just think of Waterworld, you know, that's a great opening scene, just peeing into a filter and uh just drinking it. Yeah, it's like Cosmic uh, Beer. Yeah. Still piss. <laughs> still piss, yeah. It's astonishing the amount of talent that is in this movie. Oh, the cast is so the stacked. The cast is unbelievably stacked. Like, these are all exceptional actors and actresses. And they're so, it's so wasted, and they're all so bad. Ah, like, Wantanabe, Z Zhang from Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. And she plays two characters, but you still can't tell. It's like, come on, come on! It's just so pathetic. Yeah. And, like, not only... Uh, it's just like you hate everyone in this movie all the human uh, characters I do I hate literally um, well I don't hate I didn't hate Ken's character I kind of hated the way they, they used them yeah one of the biggest crimes of the first movie is he had nothing to do put him on screen have him stare off in the middle distance 
And he says some pithy line like, let them fight. <laughs> what <laughs> like, you know? <laughs> oh, what a waste. He's such a great actor. And he just like, like okay. let them fight. Okay, there's a problem I had too, because this movie does not know how to write characters at all. Because in the beginning of this movie, Ken's like Dr. Ishiro Serizawa. That's his character's name. Ken's like, no, we're going to be Godzilla's pet, you know, because they're at a UN meeting or something and they're arguing, hey, we should, you know, make sure we maybe make friends with Godzilla. And then these government military officials are like, are you suggesting we have Godzilla as a pet? And then Ken's like, no, I'm saying that we would be his. I was like, oh, come on, dude. These all these Godzilla worshippers. And then later, when you see, actually see people who worship these monsters, and then all of a sudden his character reverses, and he's like, that's insane. And I'm just like, oh, this is so inconsistent. Nothing in this movie is consistent. Nothing makes sense either. Everyone acts like an idiot or an asshole or an idiotic <sighs> asshole. It's incredible. Uh, do you know um, the mother character? I hated her so much. She is the most hypocritical, but like, not only hypocritical, like complete idiot, like lunatic, like you're, you are lacking any brain cells. I was just like, I wish you would die. <laughs> you deserve to die. Because uh, like this character, oh. Can do you want to just dive into spoilers here? <laughs> yeah, let's do it, dude. Because I, I want to talk about this mother character so badly because she broke the movie for me. I can't. Oh, no. I couldn't believe how stupid this character was. Let's let's talk about motivation, right? Okay. So yeah, her let's motivation do that. Let's do that. in this film is the emotional core. She lost her uh, son? son. Yeah, baby son. Yeah, baby son. And then like he kind of broke her emotionally. The next logical leap is therefore that humanity as a whole is worthless because we're destroying the planet. And therefore, we should all be killed by monsters. <laughs> yep. And then this is her version of saving humanity because these monsters will release radiation and bring back plant life or something because that's what the monster attacks did. That's what Godzilla did. And also, these monsters will basically destroy enough humans to lower their impact, their footprint on the Earth, their carbon footprint. And I'm just like, this is... The dumbest thing I have ever heard in my life. I think it's like, I can't decide if this film is pro or, or anti-ecological conservationism. That message of like saving the planet and like all that stuff. But then all the people that are trying to do that are assholes. Yeah, they are. Not only that, these monsters are literally destroying the planet. <laughs> like, they're destroying the buildings, they're destroying... The land itself, all of these, there's like tidal waves, it's wreaking havoc on the earth. It's not actually helping it. They're saying it's helping it, but it's not doing anything. These monsters are, in fact, like lighting things on fire. Dude, I, Godzilla is destroying things just by being radioactive. You know, he's giving everything cancer. I'm just like, ah. Uh, I don't know. It's such a dense amount of hypocrisy going on in this movie from, from like everyone oh god uh, the daughter too was stupid cause like so this is the thing that gets me she managed to convince her daughter that she was going to wake up 
the mother was going to wake up these monsters one by one and slowly somehow save humanity by killing off humans slowly and like bringing radioactive beings into this planet slowly and somehow in the daughter's mind that's okay compared to all the monsters being released all at the same time and just destroying humanity at that instant and i'm just like oh this daughter is really stupid too <laughs> yeah um, yeah like what the heck how how does any of this make logical sense the core of these characters are first of all inconsistent they're very hypocritical and they're stupid you can't relate to them at all. Yeah, I don't... I, I really just don't understand the core message of the film or, like, the main narrative thrust. It's about, like, surrendering to nature and then all this stuff, but then it's it just really... It's confusing me. I, mean, I feel a bitter, bitter old man now, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I sit here and I'm trying to come up with something positive about the film. I do like the monster fight scenes. Oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, I don't know. In the first film, those were kind of the best parts of the film. In this one, it's okay. Even the monster fights felt a little bit less weighty. Mm. Just because there was just so much destruction everywhere. It's like mega genocide (laughs) worldwide. And then it's juxtaposed with this team of people in like a little lab under the ocean just sitting there (laughs) completely disconnected from everything. And I'm going to mention something here that I'm going to bring up later when we talk about Shin Godzilla. But it's like Mm. my number one pet peeve when people portray like the military, especially the Air Force, or in fact like fighter support craft in any movie. The effective range of like an F-22, like the engagement range, is I think something like 20 to 40 miles depending on what payload they're carrying, like what missiles they're carrying. Mm, Okay. The entire point of aircraft is they can engage entirely outside of visual range at supersonic speeds. So when you have a fighter jet fly straight towards a monster and then they get blown up because the monster swipes their tail at them, I'm like, I hate this movie. (laughs) (laughs) I hate this. You need things to explode. You can engage from like 40 miles away. There's no reason for these... Even like a helicopter... Like an Apache can gauge you from well over a mile away with surface-to-ground missiles. They have no reason to be anywhere near the neighborhood of a monster to get blown up. (laughs) Maybe, maybe they're trying to drive home the point that humanity deserves to be destroyed because everyone is stupid. Maybe that's the whole point. (laughs) I mean, I I get it. The reason you do that is because it's not very visually interesting to have a plane in the clouds shoot a missile. And then, like, a couple seconds later, it's just like... Yeah, I get it, too. Yeah. Close up. Yeah. You want to see Godzilla kill things. Yeah, you want to see, like, big monster fights and, like, blowing fighter jets out of the air. And you're like, but... That's not how... That's not how air support works, guys. Yeah. It's yeah. it's a massive, massive pet peeve, And it irritates me every single time I see an F-22 get pawed out of the air. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's... It's like uh, it's like the old planes from like, like World a, War One. Yeah, it's you have not to, like a biplane where you have to yeah. visually line up and strafe your target. No, no. Uh, like an AMRAAM missile can engage from like God. Some of these platforms can engage from like over a hundred miles away. Yeah. Or like even a, like an artillery barrage is literally designed to shoot from over the horizon. Even like an expert marksman with like a nice rifle. I think the record 
chat was over a mile long, I think. I mean, yeah. obviously, it's for target hitting and not something moving, but Godzilla's big. It doesn't matter where you hit it. If a human can hit a target one mile away, I'm pretty sure these advanced military craft can do it. But that's not the whole point of why this movie is bad. Like, everything no. else about this movie is stupid. I just need to nitpick this because it bothers me so much. <laughs> that's a good point. Modern military is entirely based around engaging things outside of visual range. To keep your troops out of danger, you want to kill the bad guys as far away as you possibly can. Which is why we have things like cruise missiles and like bunker busters and stuff like that. And like a super advanced radar that can shove a missile up a guy's butt like halfway around the world. Mm. That's the entire point of these weapons platforms. And then you got like, oh, we gotta put the marines and go shoot at Godzilla's foot. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, yep. Oh, it does nothing. (laughs) Of course it does nothing. Man, like, not only that, the people playing these military official roles, like the person who played the colonel, Colonel Diane Foster, it was Aisha Heinz. She had no presence as a commanding officer. It felt like it was a person reading lines off of a board. Oh, yeah. You're taking all of these great actors, and all of a sudden, they don't, their performances are like, you got Charles Dance? Yeah, there's like Emmy winning actors. Yes, like you got Charles Dance, Lord Tywin. He is so good. He's hamming it up there, but like for some reason, these performances are so limited. I think it's the directing, it's the George Lucas effect for the prequels. It could be. I don't 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 know. know. Like all the performances are like the most, most obvious possible performance. Obvious, ham fisted, like. By the book, by the numbers, on the nose performances. This movie, you can predict what's going to happen. You can predict the dialogues. It's kind of like Mother of God. You know, like you see Godzilla and someone says that. Mother of God. Yeah, exactly. Like that. It was like that over and over again. All I wanted was Godzilla to come out and just kill everyone. (laughs) They're so dumb. Yeah, I don't know. The whole movie is just stumbling along. The final fight scene is so dumb. The climax of the film. I hate every part of it. You mean when Godzilla goes Super Saiyan? Yeah, when he goes Super Godzilla. Yeah. Even before that, because they try to redeem the mother character. And mm, I'm like, there's, nope. there's really no redeeming what she's done in this uh, film. Nope. <laughs> she's basically like Mega Hitler. She is. She's responsible for wiping out most of the planet's population at this point. Yeah. There's not really any forgiveness left on the table nope she just needs to die yep get it done with that's her only redemption death it's so pathetic i don't understand like from screenplay to direction to acting to everything it just all ends up being kind of a disaster yeah maybe it's a meta commentary on how the real disaster is the movie itself it's not a disaster film the film is the disaster (laughs) <laughs> maybe maybe it's that brilliant level of meta commentary. Mm, uh, yeah, <laughs> no. I don't think so. I don't think so. Yeah, like I think there's a lot of problems with this. Not only that, like the characters again. Going back, I just remember the doctor guy, Doctor Rick Stanton. He's the doctor with the white hair. Every line he has is this snarky, sarcastic, smart ass comment. And it's just off-putting because you don't 
want someone like that in the workplace. It's really annoying to deal with. It's really annoying to deal with in real life. And then when you see that in the movie, you just get annoyed. It's not endearing. It's not like an endearing asshole character. It's just super annoying. I mean, like, throughout the film, people are, like, dying. <laughs> yeah. People are actually getting killed everywhere around the world. And he's like, ooh, look at me, I'm Dr. McDoctor. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. McDoctor <laughs> like, face. shut up. Do your job. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Not only that, there's another doctor, a female doctor, apparently connected to Ken's character, Dr. Vivian Graham, Sally Hawkins, and she just gets wrecked. <laughs> she just dies. She just dies. <laughs> kind of comical, like a tail comes down. I kind of like that part. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> I wanted, I wanted more of that in the movie, like this senseless death. Yeah, and like the idea that I hate that Godzilla and all these monsters have so much characterization in this movie. Their characters in and of themselves. I hate it. I hate it. They're symbols of destruction. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they're allegory for like nature or war or stuff like yeah. that. Like the original Godzilla was very much. A film about post-war Japan, like, dealing with the consequences of having been bombed by two atomic bombs and, like, yep, the yep. devastation of the country and their inability to cope with this disaster that they brought upon themselves. Exactly. And yeah. Shin Godzilla is kind of an evolution of that, and we'll, we'll get into that later. We'll get into that, but... Uh, this movie is about fucking nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this movie is about fucking nothing what? at all. <laughs> It's the it's about it's about terrible people making stupid decisions and then being hypocrites about it. Yep, yep. <sighs> like it doesn't make sense, and they try to tug at your emotional heartstrings all the time. With you know, again, that female doctor who died. All of a sudden, everyone's sad, but they don't build up to it. It's just oh, everyone's sad. Okay, now it's over. We're gonna move on. In the scene where uh, they're waking up Mothra. And then the mother's out there and the daughter rushes out to help her and we're supposed to care. I'm like, nah, not, I, I can't care about these guys. They're unrelatable. They're so hypocritical and just so terrible as human beings that I just can't relate to any one of them. And then do you remember the scene where the daughter meets the father and the father's like, run to me. And there's like literally a bad guy standing behind her with guns and he has one pistol that he's just pointing at them. And somehow that's going to make sure that his daughter is safe as she runs over an open bridge to him. I didn't understand the logic there at all. <laughs> like, Oh, man. Then the fact that she is committed to killing basically all of humanity. Yeah. But then what, as soon as her own daughter gets in trouble, she's like, no, I must save her. I'm like, bitch, are you for real? <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> Not only that, even with this movie being so poorly written and just having everything ham-fisted and on the nose, doesn't even follow up with that because there are so many scenes where the daughter, played by Millie Bobby Brown, she goes up and puts her hand up on the monster. So when you see a scene like that, later what typically happens is the monster comes and kind of bonds with that character, right? It's like a, a connection with like an innocent soul. But that doesn't happen at all, so what was the whole point of that? <laughs> she has a fetish for monsters? Is that it? What's going on here? There's like nothing there. She doesn't really care about the monsters. The monsters don't care about her. It's like wasted. I don't know. Nothing makes sense. We were the monsters all along. <laughs> That's... Mm. 
I don't know. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I really don't know how much more I can I mean, talk about this movie not being good. <laughs> I guess let's, we could talk about Outshot. The set design is alright. It's okay. It's competently shot. I feel like there's too much coverage in some conversation scenes. Mm. It, it's a little bit distracting. They very rarely pull the camera out and let dialogue breathe. Instead, it's like close-up to close-up to close-up, 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 close-up. You gotta have action, Barry. You can't let people just talk. They'll be silly. I guess. I don't know. It's, I don't know. There's just a lot of weird decisions. I, I understand partially why the movie's laid out the way it is. It's just kind of, it's a bit of an homage to classic Godzilla, where a lot of it is like, you know, I mean, they had no money. They had like a couple yen to rub together and a guy in a rubber suit. <laughs> yeah. Like a set, one set made out of mostly cardboard, you know, and they had to make do with it. And in this movie, they're kind of trying to get that feel by putting these scientists in like this secret underwater <laughs> base and then having all the action happen like somewhere else. But, you know, when you have a movie that's like this, with this massive budget and all these actors and all this money in CGI, it kind of feels a little bit of a baffling choice to me. Yeah. Do you know that they're making another one, right? <sighs> I guess I'll watch it. <laughs> I mean, you can't hate on Godzilla. He's just a giant lizard. Yeah, it's not his fault. Yeah, it's He's not his doing fault. his Godzilla thing. Oh, you can hate the people for sure, but not Godzilla. The people are all dickheads. Yeah, they are. They are. Shall we do closing thoughts for Godzilla, King of Monsters? Sure. Briefly, I'm going to mention that, that final fight scene where he goes like Final Flash, Mega, Super Saiyan Godzilla. It's pretty dumb. <laughs> At least it's visually kind of interesting, but it's it's still pretty dumb. <laughs> yeah. This this whole idea that like we become Godzilla's pets or whatever and then like this connection, it's I don't know. It's it's whatever. Uh alright. So I guess we go with rating. Final thoughts. So much wasted talent on this film. Yeah. Yeah. Cast is stacked, yep. Like they had all it's like they had an adamantium skeleton. Like, all these incredible parts, and then they built a big turd with it. <laughs> it's really sad. You know, all these v very talented actors, all this well-done, like, CGI, and all this great set work and design work, and it's in, in service of this really subpar film with a really muddy message full of terrible characters that you hate, all of them, especially the protagonists. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it just feels, it just feels frustrating. That's, that's in a word, my feelings on this movie are frustrating. I'm going to give this movie, I don't know, maybe three Suicide Squads. It's pretty bad. Oh, okay, wow, that's, that, that's really bad. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's pretty bad. Mm, that is on par with Star Wars Phantom Menace. Yeah, I would probably put it about there. <laughs> okay. And Batman v Superman. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I think I'm going to have uh, to put it there, unfortunately. All right, all right.
How about you, Sam? Yeah, for me, uh, closing thoughts, this movie misses the mark on everything. For Godzilla, the core of the movie is Godzilla himself. It's not like a deep movie. It's not, it doesn't have to have meaning to it. It doesn't have to have likable characters. It just has to have Godzilla wrecking stuff. And then another giant creature comes in and he starts wrecking stuff. And then Godzilla wrecks him. And in the end, Godzilla is king. That's all you need in a Godzilla movie. And people will love the crap out of it. But somehow, they took that formula and messed it up by introducing all of these characters. First of all, they're not consistent at all. They don't even know what they want. Whatever motives they have, they go against it later in the movie due to poor writing. The script is very poor. Not only that, the characters are unlikable. They're hypocrites. They're annoying. They are a threat to humanity, literally. They are a danger to themselves because they are so stupid. Not only that, they waste all of these incredible actors by giving them marginal roles, by giving them roles that don't stand out or have no purpose, and they're just there. And on top of that, you have the story that doesn't really make sense. Most of the world is destroyed by the end of the movie. How in the world are you going to make another film after this, right? Most of humanity is gone. I don't know. It seems like a waste. They wasted a, a lot of potential here. And it's such a by-the-numbers, by-the-book, on-the-nose movie, yet they can't even do that. It's worse than that. And I was so angry at these characters because they were so stupid and just terrible human beings that I couldn't enjoy the movie. That said, like, if I you know, turn my brain off and I just was watching this movie for fun. Yeah, sure. It it works. It's entertaining. But if you really think about even the smallest things this movie has to offer, you're just immediately turned off. Uh, At least I was immediately turned off. Yeah. For that reason, I'm going to give it a four. And here's why I was going to give it a low score. But you know what? I love Godzilla. Who can hate Godzilla, right? Just the fact that Godzilla is in this movie makes it better. If Godzilla was not in this film, I would have probably given it like a 2 or something. Very close to Suicide Squad. By far some of the most hateable characters I've ever seen. Hmm. Yeah, I think probably the most hated characters I've seen in all the movies we've covered so far. I don't know if that's accurate or not. I'm going to have to review it, but yeah. Never have I seen a movie where I hated almost every, every single person. Except for Ken, but he died. Spoilers. They killed the one guy who was not that you couldn't really hate, you know? The female scientist, she was like, whatever, and then she died. <laughs> so, yeah, she had nothing to do, and then she yeah, died. <laughs> yep, she died. <laughs> she was just there, and then she dies. Yep. Great. Good stuff. Good stuff. Great stuff. Great stuff. All right, that's that's it. Call it an end there? Yeah. All right. Yeah. Alright, this has been episode 27 of the Pointy Hackcast. I know it's a bit of a short one, but if we talked about all the stuff we disliked about this movie, it will go on for hours. It's kind of, I don't know, it's very close to Suicide Squad. Anyways, with that, catch you guys next time. Thanks for dropping by, guys. Stay pointy. Stay pointy. The only reason this score is higher than Suicide Squad, by the way, is that Elise's edited mostly competently you can see things happening on the screen i gotta log into google i think i had i made the uh you know what i don't feel like doing the intro let's just 
let's just go ADR into it. it. Yeah, ADR, I won't even put it in. I don't think people care, to be honest. 